edition. Beach Vibes edition. So what were you saying? So like you brought up a good a good point with the whole distinction between part two's Joseph and part three's Joseph and that part two he's like the most arguably the most powerful Hamon user and by No, I, not in part two. I would say part two Caesar was the most powerful that survived. Okay, fine. By the end of part two, Joseph is arguably the most powerful Haman user on the planet and by proxy the most powerful human on the planet, right? That we know of. Right. So, and then by part three, he's just a a giant sack of shit. Like, he's ineffective. He's like a a fuddy-duddy. He's like an old man who just is, like, fiddling his way around, like, making it up as he goes. But, like, why would you need to... We get it, you're old. But, like... Like, you're pushing 70. But, but, like, you've lived this life full of fucking powers and shit. Like... But he has... So, he still has, theoretically, his full Haman usage. Because why wouldn't he? And then he has a stand on top of that. And he's still just, like, in a... Like, mostly... Well, he's only had a stand for, like, a year. Yeah. At the beginning of Stardust. Right. But still, it's, like, really, this dude is, like, relegated almost... Almost, but not quite a comic relief role. He's like the second comic relief bit. Right. Polnareff, unfortunately. I like Polnareff a lot, but he's just I such don't. an idiot. I don't know. I just, I could never like him. I don't know I why. I mean, he's pervy. Oh, he's not pervy? He's a, he's a fuck boy. Yeah. He's Polnareff not pervy. Is definitely a fuck boy. He's not pervy. I mean, yeah. he might be. We don't know that. We don't know his personal life, but he's definitely a Joseph's fuck boy. Joseph's pervier than Polnareff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, Joseph is the biggest perv yeah. but, out of that group. But so what Muhammad I was Muhammad is like the type who would, uh, if he saw Joseph spying on someone, he would like literally probably punch him in the nose and like be blushing very hard at right. the same time and like doffing his his hair cap slash. Does he have a hat? Muhammad, no, he has a headband. Yeah, he'd he'd somehow be like bowing and like blushing at the person who was offended by the other, by by Joseph. Yeah, I know. Muhammad is like damage control. Yeah. He's like good but boy damage control. He's like go man, go man. Yeah. So, but what I was saying with that whole thing is, it's an interesting parallel, I think, to the the the, the drastic tonal tonal change between Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, mm-hmm. with part two and part three of uh, JoJo, because part two of JoJo, like if you have them on, like that's it, and there's like you know the end all beat all, like it's like understood who's at what level and it's assumed that there's like these other people who exist in the world would not be on that same level as somebody who's a Hamon master like in much in the same way as dragon the original dragon ball where like yamcha like all these humans like they're all like maybe like a couple steps behind goku but like you know krillin and yamcha and yajirobe even even yajirobe who's like just purely comic relief in dragon ball z and irrelevant in dragon ball super like they still are, like, among the most powerful characters in the series. And then Dragon Ball Z rolls around, and <laughs> they're, like, cannon fodder at best. Well, I remember you saying something about how, like, Speedwagon was, like, um... Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Mr. Satan of JoJo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's just, like... But he's not, because at least Mr. Satan was actually, like, strong. Right, but no, I think I think I think Speedwagon by normal human standards is very strong. That's the problem. Like if if you're talking about like how they appear in context of other people. Dude had a hat with blades in it 
and that was his one moment of badass. Right, and then but, he became an oil tycoon. Right, but he's probably still strong at that young stage. Like he's probably still like you could bench press two fifty. Like at least he's strong. But like he's <sighs> so weak and okay. like and and, and and almost to the point of being his like character an character is weak. His character is literally just there to push the plot forward. Well, yeah, but I don't. Yeah, like he's like he's a money, like he's the money that that allows for some of the ridiculous things that happens to be like yeah, that's just. Let's just assume that. But going that back to your question of whether or not Araki likes Ario Speedwagon as a band, like <laughs> I feel like that's yet to be determined. I feel like he must have for it to have such a prominent place in his yeah tales. I'm sure he does, but because otherwise he wouldn't bother. But it's funny because of how just useless Speedwagon is as a character. And you were saying like I didn't even realize that his full name <laughs> just includes. An O with no like. As far as I know. So what's his full name? Robert Edward O. Speedwagon. And the O is for what? Mm. Just the letter O with a period after it. I'm assuming. Yeah. So what the fuck is that? I could Google it right now, but I don't feel like. But it. you, I mean, like it's probably literally just O because he was like, well, it needs to be R E O. That's how Speedwagon. I've seen his name tagged in various places on the internet. I think that's hilarious, and I hope that that's like that's it. Like he's the the manga guy. It's probably it. He's just like yeah, it's his. He has three names. Four is too many for a white guy. No, he's got four names. How does he have four names? Because O is his. It's it's got to be for something. It could just be for like his full middle. His full second middle name is O. Fine. But it's like it's not like it's like O'Bannon or O'Glocklin or something. It's just. Why are you coming up with O'Glocklin? I don't know. Like I don't think. I don't think that's a name. Should be. Okay. Well, I guess it is now. <laughs> Anything's a name if you try hard I think enough. you mean like O'Connell. Yeah. O'Brien. Yeah, that one. O'Peter. Oh, boy. O'Toole. Oh, dang. Peter O'Toole. Peter O'Toole. Yeah. But that's an O apostrophe. That's not an O period. Right. That's what I thought you were saying. Like, it's like, oh, Speedwagon. No. Which is 100% the most uh, Irish name you could think of. He's not Irish. I know. He's English. Right. I think. Robert Edward. Yeah, that's very English. Yes. That's insanely English. It's viciously English. Right. Very Anglo. Very Saxon. <sighs> but yeah, so... We at the beach, by the way. Yeah. If, if the rolling waves and wind... Constant gusts of wind. Which hopefully isn't too obnoxious. Who knows? Maybe this is completely unusable. Maybe. Who we'll gives a shit? Figure it out. Figure it out. Um, so yeah, you've got like the true delinquent Jojo. Yep. You've got the, I feel like Kakuin kind of wants to be a delinquent because maybe like somewhere he admires Jotaro, like. What are their alignments? What are you talking about? Like neutral, good. Oh, I don't know. I don't know why, like when you said like, so you got your delinquent, like I just immediately was like, but what are their alignments? Like I think Jotaro is chaotic good. Yeah. Even though he's presented as a delinquent, I think he's chaotic good. Because like he will break some fucking laws to be on the right side of things. You know? But does he give a shit about like He does. He, just, like, he obviously like, does. Push to do things. No, he fucking cares. Like remember, okay. So he was gonna leave for school, remember, in episode three? Right. He was gonna. He's he like, I guess intent. I'll go to school today. He did have all the intentions. And then he stopped 
because when he was leaving, his mom didn't run up to him and be like, here's a kiss, goodbye, choo. Choo. I, lo- I, too, I too love to say the, the and word And so kiss. then he was like, something's wrong. Something's wrong with my mom. Yeah. Because she's not annoying. Cares. He cares. But going back to our earlier conversation, yeah, I think he's on definitely like the autistic spectrum somewhere. And I think either it's hard for him to show he cares... Um, which seems to be like canon, like head canon for most people. Um, and when he does show it, it's like stilted or a little complicated because, you know, still the, he's, they're still not like that, that full capability. So I think he is chaotic good. See, I'm like really interested to see what, because I have no idea what the context of his involvement in part six is. Right. Like, I mean, I'm assuming that he's... I'm assuming he's still with the Speedwagon Foundation or something. Well, I mean, it's his daughter, though. He's in part five, too. Is he? Yeah. Him and Polnareff, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Fuck. I've spoiled a lot of stuff for myself. I haven't spoiled anything for myself. I know. Well, you and I have very different hobbies. Mm -hmm. Um, I was actually thinking about buying, like, the full set of manga the other day, too. Because why not? Fuck it up, fam. why not? Just... Tonkelbon it up, baby. What's that mean? Tonkelbon? Yeah. That's like the the volume compilation. Oh, I never knew that. Okay. Um, yeah, probably. Soon. I'm still debating on those sneakers, too, though. <laughs> like, I want them so bad. Sneakers are pretty fly, yeah. Um, anyway, so... <sighs> yeah, JoJo does care. Okay, so then Kakuin, I feel like, would be, like, neutral good? Hmm. Yeah. Or, like, maybe true neutral. I feel like he's true neutral. Because he has, but, like, this sense of, like, needing to do good about him. But I feel like he was a, also so easily brainwashed by Dio. But he's a good boy. Yes, he is. But he can be true neutral. I feel like I don't understand as well as you do, like, the whole, like, neutral. Like, like most t- people are true neutral. Very few are, like, lawful good or lawful evil. Well, I would say more people are lawful evil than lawful good. But I'm just being a pessimist, I guess. I don't know. I, th- I feel like Kakuin is, like, true neutral or maybe... Maybe also chaotic good, but I think that's more influenced from... No, he's not chaotic good. <laughs> maybe if certain things went differently... Uh, uh, and certain things didn't happen, then maybe he would end up more chaotic good. But for this whole intent of purposes of speaking about Stardust Crusaders as we know it. Right. Um, Which is only four episodes in. How many episodes? Yeah, four. We've watched again. Rewatched. Yeah, so far. As of this recording. Yes. I don't know what I'm going to upload this in context of everything, but it's probably going to be um, after a couple of Stardust Crusaders uh, casts. So, yeah. So we'll probably be like eight or so episodes in by the time this gets uploaded. Yeah, because we're up to four right now, rewatching them and. Um. Yeah, that's a whole nother can of beans. I want to talk about stuff I've noticed, but that's for like a specific podcast anyway. Yeah. Um. So, all right, so Polnareff, I feel like, would be... He's, like, almost chaotic neutral. Like, he's kind of just out for himself, but, like, then he kind of almost feels an obligation to, like, be part of the group. 
but he's, then there is a certain episode I'm thinking of. He's definitely very chaotic. With a horsey boy. Um where stuff happens and Polnareff is kind of just being very, very, very selfish. Yeah, he has the highest propensity of the group for being selfish in part three, but whereas Joseph has the highest propensity for being selfish in part two. Yeah, like That's his, like, basically his whole character. Yeah, but even so, I, w- I don't think I'd characterize uh, part two Joseph as chaotic neutral. No? No. I, I think he's chaotic good. He's just, like, he doesn't realize how, like, shitty he can be at some times, but, like, he also has a, does have a pretty high... Joseph Part 2 is either chaotic good or lawful evil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's valid. I can see that. Because he's just, like, kind of an asshole. Yeah. And he's definitely, like, looking out for himself, number one. Yeah. And it's, like, it's used as though it's comic relief, but it's, like, still that's a formative His part of His ultimate technique is literally running away. Mm-hmm. So let's just throw that out there and let the internet decide so then we have abdul very good very good boy i would say he's true good yeah definitely like true like true good mm-hmm. um he ran away from dio the first chance he got he is a fortune teller so like he knows stuff it's mentally powerful able mentally and physical yeah because he's the only he one the in, only stand user like naturally that we yeah, knew of he's been a he's been a stand user his whole life essentially yeah and he was the only one until dio got fished out which of the bottom a, of the ocean which is a whole other thing not not like well dio being fished out at the bottom of the ocean is, is a whole other thing unto itself but like the timelines of like <laughs> How how stands even become a thing? Which I was really hoping upon rewatching part three was going We'd to get some enlightenment. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, maybe I didn't didn't catch that. Yeah, the first maybe it's just like, okay, this is stupid background information that's not pertinent. Nope, definitely not. Uh, no, it just doesn't exist. Yeah, so that's like uh, maybe the manga covers it more or something. I don't yeah. fucking know. So we have the the core four five covered. Uh, what about Iggy? Iggy's a piece of shit. Lawful evil? Yeah. Or chaotic neutral? No. Chaotic neutral? No. Yes. <sighs> Think about it. He saves that boy from yeah, but he, the thing uh, like later he, in the season. He is like he is like on the precipice. That's like the only thing that keeps me from being like, all right, I guess. Everything else about I that I think dog. once we get to the episode where they introduce him again, I think we'll kind of see him a little more clearly because I think he does have some backstory where he's like, he's a fucking dog and he's a stand user yeah but he has human intelligence ish probably like about the the intelligence of a three-year-old like a fucking bird i don't think so i think it's implied that he has the intelligence of like he's smart he outsmarts like and he's trapped in a dog he's trapped in a french bulldog's body yeah so him and polnareff should get along great no (laughs) polnareff treated him like dirt well it's complicated it is complicated. It's it's complicated. I think he's chaotic neutral. I think if if he could survive on his own, I think he would jump at the chance and not have any allegiances to anybody except himself for right. survival. Yeah, definitely. But because he's stuck in a fucking dog body. Stuck in a dog's body. How did he get a stand? I don't know. I think he's literally just another one that's had a stand his whole life, which is, like, probably, like, three years. So him and Avdol are the only, like, natural stand users? For the series so far? Yeah. 
Yeah, Oingo Boingo are definitely because of Dio. Whole Horse is because of Dio, right? I don't um, know. I'm, this, well, what I'm not about, gonna say yes or no because, like, literally. What about Baba? Enyaba. Baba Bui. Yeah, Enyaba. Again, I think we're gonna have to watch more of the series because I can't remember off the top of my head, and we haven't gotten there yet. Fair enough. So, um, how long has this been? Sixteen minutes. <sighs> I think that's good enough for a bonus episode. Yeah, it's a bonus. Unless you hated it, in which case, too fucking bad. (laughs) No, we haven't been drinking on the beach at all. Well, no, you know. Too fucking bad. Too bad. Bonus, so you'll like it. Um, I meant just bonus as in it's it's an it's a one off. Yeah, it's like, like a, I just should have called it a one off. It's a filler episode. It's not a filler episode. <laughs> it's a one off where we decided that we were talking about JoJo it's, and we should fucking record it. It's fine to talk because it's what weebs do when they spend the day at the beach. It's fine to call it a filler episode. That's beach, what beach. Dragon Ball did that all the time. Mickey Nanaj. Mickey Nanaj. That's what he said. I thought he said Nicky Nanaj or something. One of the two. Minkin and Nunge. That's kind of, yeah, that's kind of it. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we're going to continue drinking at the beach. Beach. At the beach. Boy. So, yeah. It'll be good. Why do you get weird? Why do you get weird? Well, I know why I get weird. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I just feed off your energy. All right. All right, you cool cats. We'll see you next time. You can't say that. I'm pretty sure Carol Baskin has a trademarked or copyrighted. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) Um... All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Otaku. Yeah, I'm Greg. I'm Liz. Bye. Oh, no. <laughs>